And currently, we have in the uh, Danville area, 62 degrees, 59 in Lynchburg, 57 in Bedford, 56 in Roanoke and Salem, 57 in Amherst, and 60 degrees in Appomattox. 706 on the morning jam. Friday. Ah! It's uh, Friday, and we love talking about weekend things on Friday. Uh, We are are welcoming Stefan, I hope I say your last name right, Stefan Gabler. You you nailed it. You got it. Yeah. All right. Um, And you are with us from the Smith Mountain Lake area. You know, that is our playground. Uh, Whether you're in Roanoke, Lynchburg, uh, Southside, a lot of people go to Smith Mountain Lake to uh, recreate. And you've got a very special experience that people can enjoy on Smith Mountain Lake. Uh, yes, absolutely, Janet. Um, so we, uh, I, I've, I have a very special boating experience. It's, I call it the uh, magic carpet ride. Oh, so it's nice. The close, it's not really a magic carpet ride, but it's the closest <laughs> thing to it. It's a solar electric catamaran all the way. You know, it was made in Poland, uh, shipped to Florida at some point, then to California, and I was able to acquire it from the owner, the current the, the owner at the time there and uh-huh. ship it here to a beautiful Smith Mountain Lake. And uh, we uh, rented out on uh, Get My Boat and Boat Setter. Uh-huh. And um, so the the rates vary, but um, and it's based on demand. And I can only encourage people to come out and check this, this unique boat out on Smith Mountain Lake, uh, especially so, in the fall. So we can, um, so I, I hear an accent there. Um, you're originally from, your family is from? Yeah, so um, so my wife told me to say because you know I'm sometimes I go to Publix, you know I go to <laughs> right. a grocery store and I just you know check out my cart and I go to the to the register and I say hello sir and you know and they say you have an accent. So my wife told me to say <laughs> I'm from Lynchburg, Germany, and I'm not lying. I was actually born in Lynchburg, Virginia, to a German father, <laughs> Austrian mother. So right. my roots go all the way back to. Not just Smith Mountain Lake, but to Lynchburg, Virginia now, as well. And you, were, and you were saying that you kind of uh, grew up on the lake a little bit because your your father, who was from Germany, was mm-hmm. working here. And uh, so that's how you came here. And you all recreated at the lake. Oh, yeah. Um, so I remember, you know, not the best experience, but capsizing in, in Dad's uh, Buccaneer. <laughs> Oh. So oh, wow. being trapped under under the, the sail. No. And then Dad also hitting a, you know... Uh, hit, hitting a, a, a electricity uh, <laughs> oh, power, power line. line, hitting oh a power line God. with the mast and things. But so obviously, Dad doesn't host the tours on the catamaran. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Thankfully, no, he does not. No, I'm the captain. So there I, you go. They, people can hire me as a captain, or they can bring somebody in their party that they want to take the tour, and then designate that person as a captain. How long well. is the the tour uh, the, and how how large a group can you handle? It's it's very flexible. It's all the way you can do. I mean, I haven't done 1 hour, but like I want to keep it 2 hours to mm-hmm. all day. Sure. Um my wife and myself, we've actually camped out on the boat, so oh, nice. it has a, a picnic uh area, a okay. lounge area that will transform into a sleeping slash uh, sun sun lounge area, so you can actually camp out on it. Nice. It has a very strong searchlight, so it is uh, certified for nighttime operations. So oh, nice. it's it's okay. very flexible. It's a very flexible floating platform on a boat that happens to be solar electric, and it's just a very unique experience. So, what is the advantage of it of it being um, solar and elect- obviously saving? You save money. Is oh, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. is it quieter or is it, uh, or does it just run the 
Just tell me. Yeah, it's that. it's it's very efficient. Yeah. So uh, the electric motor doesn't produce barely any heat, mm. and there's no explosive sounds like from a from a combustion engine. Right. It's very quiet. It reminds me of a diesel, but very quiet. So the only sounds you'll hear is the some propeller wash, mm -hmm. and you'll just hear the rushing of the water, the wind. It's, See that it's uh, magical. that would be yeah. That, that it's, does it's sound magical. Give me the, the actual size, the footprint it's of... A, it's a 20-foot boat, um, and I wrote down some notes here just to, you know, uh, don't want to get too technical, but it's a 20-foot <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, fiberglass uh, boat. It's made from one uh, mold, pretty much. It's, okay. it's pretty mm -hmm. amazing. It's, so it's really, really nice Polish craftsmanship, mm -hmm. and it has very good substance. We just replaced the batteries on it that were a little at the end of life. All right. So we're, we're having now automotive-grade, kind of like what they use in the Teslas. Yes. Uh, cells on there, which are much lighter, much, much more energy-dense. Mm -hmm. And then we can charge those from shore power, which are available at almost all the marinas. On which Smith is Monolith. nice that you can transition into that other sphere because i guess that stuff didn't exist when your boat was built yes absolutely so you know it's uh kind of a no-brainer because mm -hmm. electricity is available almost ev anywhere mm -hmm. and you just literally plug and play yeah and uh you know and then the solar panels will top it off on a on a beautiful um smith mountain lake summer day where there's yeah. an abundance of of sunshine and and the the bimini top on that boat is uh electrically powered so mm -hmm. you can uh, it's it's it was kind of made for the for the bridges in 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 Europe where okay. on the canals right. if you have to go underneath a bridge, mm -hmm. but it's very handy because it will block a lot of that heat on mm -hmm. a on a Virginia summer day, but yeah. it will also transform it in, into electricity that will propel you along uh, when you're on the cruise. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure summertime is a very busy time for you, but I love the lake in the fall. So, um, you know, even if you've experienced Smith Mountain Lake in the summertime, fall is just a, a whole other experience, and it's beautiful up there. Yeah, I think I think fall is, is one of the best times to go out on, on a cruise like this mm -hmm. because, you know, it's not quite as hot as it gets, mm -hmm. right. as you know it gets here in, in the summer. Sure. And then um, it, the boat also has the Bimini top will come down to what is called a canopy level, and then the, the canopy can be deployed and can can form a, a sort of a cabin with kind of a tent structure. Oh, so, you know, for those cooler fall days as well. Right. Well, I've put on our Facebook page a, a link to the uh, getmyboat.com. Mm -hmm. And all they have to do is they can go to getmyboat.com and then they look up solar electric catamaran Smith Mountain Lake. Yes. And so, that'll yeah. find it for them. Yes, exactly. So I do have listings on getmyboat.com and on boatsetter.com and um, so the the main thing here uh, for what I want people to know today is that you know I do have the luxurious solar electric catamaran catamaran in Huddleston on mm -hmm. Smith Mountain Lake I do have uh, another listing that is called Canadian Electric Boat Companies or CEBC Fantail 217 which is in in Norfolk if if uh, if you ever get the chance to go to Norfolk, check out the electrified marina there oh. in Norfolk. It's okay. uh, a former Tesla employee and his business partner that are they're they're one hundred percent into the whole thing. They have what I call the Beast, which is an Elex from Sweden, which is a high performance mm. electric um, boat. Wow! So just go check them out. They're all about service, all about the experience. They yeah. will get a life vest for your dog, for your children. <laughs> Amazing. So, you know, so 
I have to admit, I have not been thinking about electric and boats. I haven't put the two together. Well, but when you think about it, there's so much sun when you're out on the water. Mm -mm. Right out there. It's very smart. It's it's up and coming. It's it's already very common in Europe. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's catching on here in Virginia. And there's some actually some lakes in Virginia that are electric only. And then in, in but you don't have to Hill, worry about running out of gas. Ne- <laughs> never have to worry in. about running out of gas as long as the sun is shining, right. those solar panels are working. And yep. Ironically, we were coming back from Smith Mountain last evening. My, my mother-in-law is at a three-day retreat at the 4-H Club. So we're coming over, and you've got a beautiful view of the lake, the mountains, and then there was the harvest moon, Janet. We pulled off the side of the road to take a picture. That moon was just hung there suspended beautifully with the mountains and the lake in the background it was it was quite breathtaking mm-hmm. beautiful 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 place um the water quality at smith mountain lake is outstanding it's not quite drinking water yet but mm-hmm. it's it's you know has some bacteria and algae in it so you right. shouldn't be drinking it but right. but beautiful for a swim when it's when it feels like 100 degrees out right. there and you just and there's some it. little coves you can go oh, back yeah. in. Yes. And so with the with the catamaran, what we do is we just pull up in at Smith Mountain Lake Parkway, uh, not Parkway at Smith Mountain Lake State Park. State Park, right? At uh-huh. One of these coves, and it has these naturally occurring sand beaches, and we just beach the boat with the two holes mm-hmm. just right on that beach, and mm-hmm. then get off the boat and swim, and it's it's oh nice, very Lovely. nice. If you if you would rather speak to Stefan directly, uh, you can you can text me and I can get you that information. Four three four two four eight zero seven zero four is our text number. Uh, and if you're wanting to have that experience this fall, it that would be a wonderful way to spend a weekend. How far in advance do you need to to hear from folks? Uh, now with the exposure on the air here, <laughs> thanks again for that opportunity. So it will probably it will be filling up fast. But right. I've already. Uh, you know, had people reserve the boat this right. summer with with good results. Uh, bachelor, bachelor, bachelorette party. Oh, how oh, okay. fun! Um, That's a great idea. Uh, fishing trips. Um, what a wonderful way to propose to someone too. Oh, yeah. that oh would yes. be wonderful. Yeah, no have you had that happen yet? Not yet, but I did have the bachelorette uh, yeah. from from Northern Virginia that, and they they really enjoyed it. it oh, just great! Floating on the water, socializing, swimming. Yeah. So, Very smart. Yep. Stefan uh, Gabler, thank you so much for joining us. It's the Solar Boatman Catamaran. You can go to our Morning Jam page and you'll see a direct link to getmyboat.com. You can book him that way or you can uh, give me a text and I'll get you connected with him. Got to be fun. Smith Mountain Lake. What a trip that would be. The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. But I think it's cool, man. And here's the thing, these churches, I know the churches, it's so hard being in a church and these pastors had it hard. That first five months of the pandemic, wasn't it weird? Was your pastor preaching to like an empty room and a camera? like a hostage video that first five months. (laughs) Like reading a list of demands, please don't cancel your auto draft. It's weird. And like if I come out here as a comedian with my dumb jokes and y'all don't laugh, like that's information I need, that means I need to get better at my job. Okay, that's feedback we need. And your pastor needs it too, okay? 
Five months of preaching to empty rooms, these guys were getting cocky. And you know I'm right. <laughs> but I, the thing I did was I started plugging in. We, I miss so many Sundays. All of us comics backstage talking, but we miss so many Sundays, usually during like a regular year because of doing comedy on Sundays. But then the pandemic hit, there's no work. So we started plugging into our churches. I started working, y'all, in the nursery at my church. Anybody ever work in the nursery at your church? Y'all, you got to do it. It's the best because these babies cannot rat you out if it all goes wrong. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's the best place to do ministry. <laughs> They can They can tell. They tell no one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, that's true. Hey, it's National Coffee Day. It is. I hear we have coffee on the way. I'm I pretty just excited. Sent my order in. Well, you know, I'm getting because it's you're getting this a little is, low. This is the time of day where I start getting to the critical part. I mean, I got a little bit left, but holy cow, you're getting dangerously it, low. I know, and then that's never good. So, well, hey. I'm so complicated. I just said decaf and creme brulee, half and half. Make it half and then fill up the other half. What's so complicated there? Yes. Cold? Decap, but Jeez. don't not too much creme brulee. I don't want to be an ungrate here, but I mean, come You're on. Sounding a little ungrateful. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, well, how would you like a coffee in an edible cup? What do you think about that? Now, that's interesting. Well, it's I'm happening. Listening. I'm listening. It's happening in England. What's a, the cup made from? A retailer in England has taken matters into their own hands to help eliminate waste. Okay. It's uh, it, the name of the store is Zero Green. It's in Bristol, England. They're known for being a zero waste shop in every respect. The store introduced edible coffee cups to its menus so customers can drink their coffee in a wafer cup and then eat it. Okay, a wafer cup. Okay. Now I've seen I've seen the edible utensils, which I think is really smart. Oh, is that and it? and they're made. There it is. Oh, that's the cup right there. They're made of wheat and barley. Okay. They say it's kind of like a thick ice cream wafer, so it's kind of nutty, weedy. Um, what about the sticker that has the brand on it? Do, well, is that I think edible that's, too? I think that's paper, that's it, paper. which is biodegradable. <laughs> right. So you didn't. It's. Yeah, it's, it's. I think it's almost like uh, the wrapper on an ice cream cone. Okay. Just a really yeah, yeah, thin okay. paper. Okay. You can throw that away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the cups have been shown to stay sturdy long enough for customers to drink their beverage. I don't know. See, uh, you know, you know, a on, long conversation is going to melt right there in front. What's of you. that? What's that be show? A puddle. You know. Uh, oh, what was it? This table self-destruct and. Oh, that do Mission do, Impossible. Do, yeah. Do. Yeah. That's what I feel like I'd be hearing in my head. Right. Like it's Don't gonna, talk to me. I, I can't answer the question. I have, have to drink now or it's going to end up on the floor of I my wonder, lap. I'd like to know how long. That, that it, would be it a good question. It. I don't know if they have an email or a website mm. or something. You could send them an email and say, hey, we're inquiring minds want to know in the U.S. The cups were developed uh, by a Bulgarian retailer, Cupfi. Founded in 2014, okay. Uh, the cup can hold hot and cold drinks and stay strong for 40 minutes. That's not bad. Uh, no, that's not that's bad. That's not bad. I can. That's doable. I usually can have my cup done by then. But if your cup cracks, then what? Oh my gosh! Then somebody's going to get sued. It's over. It's going to be it's like going to make McDonald's again. It's never going to happen in America. Yeah. I'm thinking to get away from the paper uh, thing. Of course, this would be expensive, but you and Boss. The uh, the image, but the logo that would, in there that would be that would a lot more expensive. Drive the cost up yeah. for sure. It says "nice to eat you" <laughs> on the on the label. That's pretty good. Um, they say the cups are said to be light as a cookie, low in calories. Okay, and they come in a small and large size, and they ship worldwide. Somebody in America is going to start using. Those. Oh sure, yeah, they should. Yeah, oh, although yeah. we don't use the biodegradable spoons and things, we should. Yeah. 
because they're i mean it's out there yeah um this is as close to a zero waste cup as you're gonna get i think it's a neat idea i like it yeah it's i mean it's thinking outside of the cup because i do hate i hate styrofoam i hate I, it yeah i'm not a big fan i mean i, I haven't used hire styrofoam for a long long time but occasionally this is it makes really it cool. into my burn barrel and my wife says i'm ruining the earth when i burn styrofoam it's so cool to watch it burn and then mm. then inhale it it's just awesome <laughs> i'm kidding about inhaling it people please okay. i hope so i know i have small ears listening liz That's i was joking i know he's been a little bit of a potty but, mouth today but, but, not but horrible but a little bit <laughs> and in the whole pole thing and then that well, got salty that, and all worked up yes and yeah salty's phone line wasn't working today no he was having new. issue hey at uh, least it wasn't beeping like it does i think he gets so excited somehow he beeps the phone it can't handle the volume or something. It's always done and that. It goes, Ever since I've known Salty, oh, really? his phone does that. I don't okay. know if his face hits it or. Uh, well, that's possible. It's always beep or blop or. Yeah. yeah that's just I part of it. I think it'd be it. fun watching Does it happen on, on Tom Sullivan? Does he get the beeps and bops you on know, Tom Sullivan? You know, I think Sullivan? I've heard that on Tom Sullivan's show. Yeah. It's before. just his face. I think his. Or his beard. I don't know. Yeah, could be. Several uh, Cooper Union students are upset. This is a university in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Do you remember the story about the professor, Sheehan Rodriguez, who uh, took a machete to a reporter? Do you remember her? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. She followed him outside. Yeah. Threatened to chop a reporter with her machete. Yeah. Well, apparently, their university has hired her. She also overturned, I think, a pro-life exhibit at the university. Yes, I think so. Very intimidating. Right. She didn't have the machete then, but the look on her face. I mean, I'm sorry. She looked like the devil. She's a walking machete. Hmm. Um, one student said, I don't think such a person should be here. Absolutely. Upon hearing about the hires past, another student said, oh, S word. That's scary. I don't think that's okay. I think it's <clears throat> time to transfer. When you're a student, you want to feel safe. I would not feel safe with that person as my professor. After losing her teaching gigs at both Hunter College and the School of Visual Arts following the machete incident in May. She's very visual. Oh, yeah. Thursday, uh, New York Post reported Thursday that Rodriguez is listed as an adjunct instructor at the Cooper Union in the East Village and appears on the fall semester schedule as teaching a sculpture class. Oh, there's tools there. There are tools there. Yes. Uh, I don't think that's good. She's... Mm. The school has yet to confirm the professor's employment status. Students at Cooper Cooper Union found the notion shocking that they would hire her. An architecture student declined to disclose her name. Yeah, well advised. (laughs) You don't want her to know your name. No. Uh, Said I don't. I don't want this person coming after me. No, not at all. Of course, if you don't remember the incident, um, it was when the forty-six-year-old. Uh, went after a post reporter uh, after a post reporter went to her Bronx apartment to ask Rodriguez about a video depicting her yelling at pro-life students mm-hmm. and overturning the yeah, thing that yeah. you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as he t- attempted to ask her a question, she rushed out of her home with an unsheathed machete, held it to the reporter's neck mm-hmm. and threatened to chop him up. Right. She told the camera crew, now get the F away from my door. That's hospitality at its best. Yeah. After going inside for a brief moment, she came back out and followed the reporter and his cameraman onto the street as they attempted to leave. And he caught that all on film, too. Footage depicting her chasing both of the men holding the machete. Mm -hmm. 
She turned herself into the police in May, charged with harassment and menacing, fourth degree criminal possession of a weapon. So by all means, you know, I'll hire tell you her. What. Yeah. Why not? They take your guns. We're going to have machetes. There's a lot of, we see a lot of stuff with, I don't know what the machete thing yeah, is about. Well, we've had it locally. Well, yeah. Well, that's a weird story, though. It is a weird story. The story I agree. in Amherst mm-hmm. with the guy that got shot carrying a machete, it's my understanding that a machete was never found. Really? No. Dun, dun, dun. Well, well uh, I'm thinking you can Amherst need to, has some issues. You need to produce your own Amherst podcast there. You well, may have to move out of the county first. There's some changes that need to be a coming to well, Amherst, that, yeah. I'll tell you that yeah, right well, now. I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hoping like you are. Yeah. We're going to be doing some interviews with uh, everybody that's running for mm-hmm. those uh, offices. I've been in talks with some of those folks. Okay. We've had we've got more sheriff's candidates than right. we've ever had. Um, we've got a Commonwealth attorney. That's a situation that really needs to be addressed. Um, we'll we'll be we'll be interviewing a lot of folks and uh, seeing how that goes. But yeah, they never they never found that machete. Wow. So that I think that's why the the family is so upset mm-hmm. over that. Man. Unmarked car. Yeah. Officer off, not in uniform. Duty. Yeah, he was off duty yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of kind of weird. All right, we've got WDBJ7 on the way. We'll get you all the headlines that you need to know, including we were talking about a university uh, having to fire someone. Longwood University police officer. He was one of the folks charged in that Amherst County homicide. That story coming up. Oh, jeez. What a tangled web we weeb. I know, right? <laughs> weeb? It's close enough. Or weeb. <laughs> Well, a former Longwood University police officer was one of the people arrested and charged in connection to a homicide that took place in Amherst County in January. Uh, The university has confirmed that David Christian, 33, had been employed as a police officer at Longwood for five years. According to the university, when they learned of his alleged involvement on January 20th, that was the morning of the homicide. Christian was immediately suspended, his gun and badge confiscated, and the internal investigation was initiated. Following that, Christian was terminated on February 6th. At no point during the investigation did the officer return to active duty. The university is wanting to make sure that uh, message yeah. was delivered. So. Well, we talked about polling, and it got me into trouble in the first hour. So I'm here to revisit the uh, the whole idea of voting, not polling this time. Thank okay. you. Pennsylvania County Very is uh, making it easier to vote earlier this year. Last year, the front entrance of Pennsylvania County Elections and Training Center was used for early voting. This year, they've opened up the right side and the rear of the building to provide single-level access to those with mobile uh, mobility issues. The new entrance is uh, steps away from the handicapped parking spots, and they have several vote here signs with balloons and neon Dion Sanders uh, waving you. No, I'm just kidding about that last part. But they're you really just go- can't do it. Can they're you? really you going- just can't get through. This is your challenge for Friday <laughs> to get through one newscast without going down a rabbit trail. Well, I, they're doing everything possible, minus you know bringing Ray Stevens up singing the streak or something oh there it goes elizabeth see anyway. and you can't do it you <laughs> yeah, couldn't so. even like 30 seconds voters who need <laughs> assistance can also stay in the car 
and ask for curbside service. So Pennsylvania County really wanting you to vote, making the accessibility amazingly easy. All right. I'm done. Are you? No polls in that one. No polls in that Mm -hmm. one. No, but uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, The missing Franklin (laughs) County mom of three. Remember that story? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, Setting the record straight. The woman who was reported missing earlier this month, along with her three children, uh, did speak with ABC 13. We were suspicious, too. Yeah. Janet's, Janet's Some, something was off. Antennas were up and like hitting the ceiling. Something's not right mm-hmm. there. It was a, I knew something weird was going on. Right. Or I felt like it was. Lauren Cook and her three children have been missing since early September. Apparently, she called the TV station on Thursday to set the record straight. This is what she said. I just don't have any solid answers yet as to what's happening with this case, she said. Our interview was uh, conducted over an app that can't be tracked and began with a video call to confirm her identity. All of this is just very odd. Uh, She said it all starts from an anonymous report to social services alleging child abuse. Both she and her husband said the accusations are false. Putting an emergency removal order based on these allegations was overstepping their boundaries, she said. Despite a pending investigation, Lauren said a lawyer advised her she could go on a planned Labor Day vacation. She decided to extend her vacation after she got some legal advice and was concerned social services was going to take her children away. Jordan said Lauren never missed any appointments that she was aware of and that Lauren has full custody of the kids, so it was within her rights to do what she did. Lauren said her mom originally reported her missing, but said she's been in contact her uh, since then and asked to take the report back. According to the Franklin County Sheriff's Office, she will remain listed as missing with the kids until they can make in-person contact and make sure they are not under duress. The whole thing has left me feeling paranoid about the situation with law enforcement. Why do they need me to specifically come in person with the kids, even when the person that made the report is telling them none of us are missing? Because people lie Mm -hmm. and because people fake identities so that they can hide nefarious Mm -hmm. acts. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, I wish I could come back. It's hard to not really be able to come back to your own home. Jordan's attorney said their social services case was dismissed this week, but added that doesn't mean it won't come back once they return. She says they're in a stable location, but won't say where. Something's off with this whole thing. Something is not right. I'm sorry. Doesn't pass the old smell test. Even with a head cold, it doesn't. My my spidey senses are like exploding. Yeah. Because social services... And, and we look, we have some listeners who are social workers. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I know you will, because you're awesome that way. Um, and I mean that. I'm not being sarcastic. Right. They're not going to take your children without just cause. Due cause, right. They're, they're not going to, you know, I mean, I, I've had been through this experience where a fake call was made. Mm-hmm. And, and someone had to go through that. Right. And they, I mean, they'll come to your home, and if it's very clear it was fake, they'll say not founded and, mm-hmm. and go on. Um, something just yeah. stinks to high heaven. Well, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it at all. Worried about those babies. Yep. Yeah. So I should have 
did this story yesterday if I would have. You should have did it. I should have did it yesterday. All right. <laughs> if you should have done did it. I should have done did it. Yep. Um, because my voice was lower. You know, my head cold is getting better. I'm, 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 I'm feeling better for those that actually care. And um, <laughs> because I came back from my cruise, I was concerned. I care because I don't want it. And I just found out that one, my one niece uh, got COVID on the cruise. Crap. So I didn't, I didn't get it. I tested negative. Have I'm you actually, tested again? I'll test today again All if right. you really want me to. I do. Um, I'll take out one of those expired ones. I'm in the, in the middle of getting ready for this show. I cannot get COVID. No, I don't. Right I don't have it. All I, right. I don't have it. I tested negative twice. You, you seem like you've recovered really quickly. I, so I, yeah, I, I have, and so. I and I give, I give the CVS version of Nyquil that's helped knock this thing out of me. That's my go-to. And, uh, but anyways, I, I digress. Yesterday, I could have done a better. You know, what's his name? Uh, Darth Vader. Uh, what was that guy's name? Oh, I see his face. James Earl Jones? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> if you build it, Ray, they will come. Yeah, no. Anyways, this is a baseball. <laughs> Auburn Park to include a full-size baseball field. Montgomery County Board of Supervisors is tweaking the plans for the new Auburn Park. They say if you build it, the kids will come. The park will now include a full-size baseball field for ages 13 and up. Supervisor Todd King says this will be the first full-size field at a county park, and I think it's a great idea. He says it's important for the kids of all ages, and that includes even older guys like me and the ladies as well, to have a field to play on. It's somewhere for kids to engage with the community, says King. I mean, if kids have somewhere to play ball and kids mingle together, it's going to make the community a whole lot better. I would agree because sports can do that. The park is expected to be completed in 2024. So good luck with that. And if you call me down there, I'll throw the first pitch. Okay. Nice. But I'm going to practice first. I'm not going to do like, uh, what's his face there? Uh, oh my gosh. I'm just losing the, all my names. Uh, the the guy. <laughs> so from, much for that Nightbull bragging. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the, the guy from ESPN, he's very articulate, African-American guy. Uh, I want to say Stevens or something is, is is part of his name. He threw the first pitch, Janet. And here was the here was the funny thing. This was on the on the boat because we had ESPN actually watch a little college ball one one Saturday on Saturday while I was on the boat. But anyway, um, he threw the first pitch at one of these big fields, and let me tell you, it it dropped like ten feet in front of the plate and bounced to the catcher. Now here's the thing. With these guys that are really good at sports, when somebody makes a faux pas like that, they play the video over and over oh, yeah. and over again. Well, guess what happened to his video? It got played over and oh, wow. over, and his colleagues were rubbing his nose in it. It was oh. kind of, it was like you know, almost even justice in in, in sort <laughs> of so, this weird sort of way. Anyway. It's interesting when you see people who have that that dynamic, right? That they can, and we're kind of like that. We can pick on each other, oh, sure. and, and we don't get upset or yeah. anything. Um, but we're going to get the most out of it when I, something happens, for sure. I am a little upset. It's Friday, and I haven't seen the uh, the spicy meet the balls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, your, your uh, sausage balls. They well, haven't made it to the I'm station I'm talking yet. more about, do you remember the time when they kept messing with my microphone? Or my, was it my headphones? And I had a little ranty moment and you oh, got yeah. it on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, got it all it on, on tape. He has saved that tape. It, it's on a hard drive somewhere. <laughs> I forget what. I think I named it the ex explicit that you said. I didn't. <laughs> Just kidding. I did say A-double-S, I think. Yeah. In that one. And dumb preceded it. Yeah. I think with 
the person who had messed with it before. But that's all we're going to say because we're going to the happy place now. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh beets every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. Now, today's recipe mm-hmm. is one that is an absolute favorite of my children. My son, Bryce, had his tonsils taken out this I week. Know. This is the recipe that he asked for. Okay. And it is so very good. I thought I would share it with the okay. listeners today. That's a great idea. Uh, it's perfect for the weekend because it's starting to get a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. This is my recipe for uh, fennel and potato soup. Oh, yum. It's so good. Now, I was always a little weary about wary about fennel because it's in the licorice family and i hate licorice okay but fennel is a completely different thing and oh my word it's so good uh you're going to start um by preheating your oven to 425 and then you're going to take uh your two large or three small fennel bulbs you're going to slice it uh in in just little slivers and you're going to take an onion uh, Valdea onion, mm-hmm. and you're going to cut that into slices, and you're going to saute it in a pan with olive oil. Now, you can even make this in your Instapot and put it on saute and saute those down with your olive oil and, uh, and until they're, they get really nice and soft. Mm-hmm. Then, you're going to add uh, one and a half pounds of I use Yukon Gold, but they have the best prices on potatoes at FNL. So, get your potatoes and a pound and a half, cut into one inch chunks, put that down, in there and then you're going to put in some vegetable broth or chicken broth whichever one you prefer two cups and then i let that uh cook in the instapot or cook it until the potatoes are soft this is particular recipe is made to take a hand blender an immersion blender and blend it until it's smooth and creamy mm-hmm. and then at the very end you finish it with just a little bit of half and half okay it is a beautiful delicious creamy soup that you will love Uh, then you just put in a little bit of sea salt and fresh cracked pepper and that's it Mm. but the flavor is so intense because of that fennel and the onion interesting super delicious want to give it a try go to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes we share brought to you by fnl market memorial avenue lynchburg before you fire up the coffee maker turn on the morning jam with janet and mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on family pack of ground beef, $3.48 a pound, bottom round roast, or $4.98 a pound. Family pack cube steak or beef stew is $5.98 a pound. And you can save on Smithfield bacon, regular or thick slice, $3.98 a pound. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833 605 1804. Stop by FL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. You may ever work in the nursery at your church? Y'all, you got to do it. 
It's the best because these babies cannot rat you out if it all goes wrong. They can. You come back after church, I hand you a crying baby. It's like, look, maybe I dropped him. Maybe he's a brat. Like you don't get, you don't get to judge me. This is the Lord's house, okay? <laughs> and we're a sticker church. Y'all putting stickers on the kids yet here? It's a weird thing. We're tagging these kids like they're in the wild. <laughs> like it's a nature study. Sprinkle out some goldfish crackers and track their movements. It's weird. And my pastor had explained to me, Johnny, it's a security thing. It's got the kid's name on the sticker, a little code at the bottom, and the parent gets a piece of paper with that same code. They come back after church, you know, to claim their child like it's a coat check or a raffle. Wonderful. And parents lose that piece of paper at my church. Y'all ever have that happen here? <laughs> I don't know what your policy is, but I don't put up with that mess in my nursery. You come back without that paper, I'm like, I'm sorry. We're keeping him, okay? He works for Jesus now, all right? You knew the risks. They're like, you know me, that's my son. I just dropped him off. I'm like, sir, look, without the receipt, okay? The best I can do is store credit. Then I let him pick out a child of equal or lesser value. <laughs> so. We give out so many redheads, y'all. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, <laughs> so rude. I'm sorry if you're a redhead. Redheads are special. They are. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. No, but I mean literally. Yeah. They they are. Did you know that redheads are more sensitive to cold? Did not know. Than non-redheads. I've heard they're sensitive to the sun. You know, I, they have to be more I careful there. I saw it on Mythbusters. Really? They had all these people come in, and How you had to that? put your hands down in an ice bucket. Okay. Which hurts after yeah, you're yeah. in there oh, for sure. a while. Yeah. And then they timed it okay. to see who could make it the longest. Right. And what was interesting was, so the redheads did not make it as long. Interesting. Because right? it, it, they, they felt pain sooner. Okay. And the women almost unanimously outlasted the men how about that for pain tolerance how about that because we have the babies and then oh, well that's true okay that makes sense and that then the redhead uh, guy off Mythbusters. i mean he didn't make it hardly any time he's like this is terrible <laughs> he pooped out pretty quickly he did it was just too much for him he couldn't do it all right so okay. he all said right. he said no uh, have you ever wondered why cats knock your stuff over i don't know but there's but, a lot of cat videos out there Oh, they'll and, My they'll, gosh. and they'll just look you in the eye and they'll hold eye contact with you and then smack something off the counter. Right. You can be like, don't you do it. And they'll look you in the eye and go, right. there right. it goes. Yep. Do, do, so does Bristol or uh, Ramsey do that? No, but they, they do other things. Are you, but it, is their room cat proofed? It's probably cat proofed. It's somewhat, yes, because we have learned the hard way. Right, because they do, I mean, they push things off tables. It's what, it's what they do. So... It shouldn't surprise you uh, to learn that cats knock stuff over because it's fun. I mean, that's, because it's fun. that's it. That's the whole fun. explanation, pretty much. Huh. If you want to stop it, you need to know why this particular hobby is so enjoyable so you can give your cats better, less destructive outlets for that energy. So Grady Veterinary Hospital on their YouTube channel explained that cats like to jump on things. Right. They like to investigate potential prey, mm -hmm. which could be any small object as far as the cat's concerned. And they do it by nudging it with their paw and seeing what happens. Yes. If it moves, that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. If it makes a noise, that's even better. Okay. And if it does both, then that's jackpot. Yeah, right. 
Once they found something that's fun to bat around, they will keep at it until the prey finally dies or wow. until they get bored and move on to their next victim. I think they get bored easy. Stevie yeah. Kitty yeah. used to beat up a sock every morning. Uh-huh. Now, I had three kids, so there were always socks, you know, laying around. Right. Despite my best efforts. And every morning, she would, like, follow me in. I'd make the mm. coffee and whatever. And then she would, like, stalk the sock. Right. right. And then she stalk would just attack it and beat the crap out of it. So, I, I guess that's just, right. it's like CrossFit for cats. I, I got a question for you. You know, what's the guy's name? Caesar something? The, oh, the, the dog the whisperer. Dog whisper, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, is there an equivalent version of Caesar for cats? Or is that even possible? There is. Uh, uh, it's called Cat from Hell is the name of the show. <laughs> oh, perfect. Um, perfect. I think Cat that's, from Hell. I think that's what it's, I think that's what it's called. Okay. Is that what it's called? Probably. My, my Cat from Hell. Okay. Um, All right. And it was on uh, Jackson Galaxy, Eric Roberts, and Eliza Roberts. Uh, Jackson deals with cats that are not well behaved, and okay. he helps couples sort out behavioral issues. I've watched the show. That helps my people cat, sort out. Yeah, oh, my gosh. My cat from hell. And he loves cats. He is the Caesar of the cat world. Okay. All right. I just didn't know if that was, like I said, even possible. Here, is his, here is his um, advice if you're trying to get, get your cat to stop knocking stuff off your table. Okay. Um, he says you... You need to devise a cat super highway, a route that gets them up <laughs> off the floor and around the room without having to come back down. And if that's too involved, give them a couple of lounging spots at a variety of elevations, like so it's like the cat trees. So, in other words, cater to the hilt oh, for your silly cat. Any, anybody who has a cat knows that that's your life. Right. That's what well, you're going to have to are, do anyway. We are here to serve them. I, I do remember that much. Well, and my dogs are kind of like that. Right. A little bit. Okay. Um, but it says, uh, tired cats don't get into trouble. So okay. he says you need that makes to sense. play with your cat a lot. Right. Choose toys that offer the same paw feedback that they get from batting stuff around. Okay. His favorite is the is the string with the thing on the end of it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He uses that a lot. Okay. Have you ever used the, the, the laser? Thing. laser pointer yeah. will definitely tire them out yeah um but they say since cats can't catch light it may not satisfy the prey drive if uh, they have a yeah. heavy prey okay. drive okay uh the ball and track toys work well do, do, does your cat have that it's the circular thing oh, with yes. the ball. yeah yeah it's it's kind of kept in the the other room uh, or yeah yeah we do he says we need you, to have it predominantly out there you also will, have to change your behavior i have to change mine but well Bryce, my, my son What's is getting ready to go to be a master dog trainer. He leaves in January. Does he get any cat training? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, my gosh. Um, but he says all the time, it's not training the, the dog. It's training the, the owner. The owner. That's the well, problem. That makes sense. He says, don't leave your precious breakable items out where your cat can get them. If they're really into water glasses, you better switch to yeah, plastic or metal. Their, it's not their fault. No, because that's their instinct. Right. Right. Your cat probably loves being able to summon you from another room just by making something crash. So uh, <laughs> I love that. So don't drop what you're doing and sprint to the scene. That just motivates them even more. Wow. So that would be very Holy difficult. Cow, if you hear a crash, then you're like, I can't go in there. Then I'm rewarding bad behavior. <laughs> it's very stressful. Lord it's like mercy. children trying to figure it out. Uh, it says, give it a couple of minutes for things to blow over and then clean the mess up quietly. Okay. Over time, you'll have less and less to okay. clean up. Do you have so any now you know. cat issues? You're on the morning jam. Good morning. You got about a 50 <laughs> seconds.
to break uh, it down. I have a dog, so cat you hotline. Know, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a dog, so you know I don't cats. Uh, I've had a cat in the past, but um, I was just going to bring up to y'all. I was listening to Theo Vaughn's podcast yesterday, and uh, he had RFK Jr. on there. Mm-hmm. And by October the fifteenth, he's got to decide if he's getting out of the Democratic Party. To which Dennis Kucinich. His campaign manager told him, he said, you know, the Democrats are telling you to up off, right? Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that's true. And so he's possibly well, going to run. If he wants to run, he's going to have to run as a third party. Yeah, I think I think his chances are well, better. Well, he's going to yeah. run He's gonna run as a libertarian candidate. I think he's been talking to them, but that's going to help Trump, uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Got got the break. Sorry. Yeah, it might help him. To the Virginia Talk Radio Network.